Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Scott. Hey, yo. He's got his younger brother. It's gonna be Jeff. The Queen rise to the top. Oh, yeah. And you're listening to all of the great action figures from our good friends at Hasbro. The fully postable. Have your own WrestleMania with all your favorite figures. Wrestling figure. Made so separately from LJN. Podcast. And we are the Mount Rushmore of professional <laughs> wrestling. Hey, welcome to episode 398 of the Fully Possible Wrestling Figure Podcast. Longest running episodic wrestling figure podcast going today. My name is Jeff and say hello. Side next to me is my real life brother, not storyline brother, Scott. Scott, say hello. Hello. Scott, we're 398 years old, dude. Yeah. yeah. We put out one episode per year. Yes. For the past 398 years. Yes. Each year, a ring goes on our B pieces. That's how. <laughs> that's how you tell how old someone is. Is how many rings are, right? Isn't that... Yeah. And if you'd like to prove us wrong, feel free to come around back and count the rings. <laughs> it's sky. It's can't argue with it. Scott, what's going on, dude? Oh, it's another beautiful day out here, man. Yeah, it's nice and cool out here. Or I shouldn't say cool. It's like it's just nice, you know. Yeah, nice weather. Um, I'm still as you. I don't know. if that we're going to show the video or not because we are on zoom again um room is still under construction and i've come to the realization that i need at least one more detail yeah we need to make this happen we need to make a trip over to ikea yeah uh because you can order them and have them shipped but it's a hundred dollars in shipping yeah i'm cool with that dude yeah we'll go pick them up it's okay especially when there's an ikea like literally 15 minutes down the road so yeah and you know you don't get with delivery you don't get meatballs with delivery from Ikea. But if you yeah. go to Ikea, you get meatballs. Those are pretty tasty. I love the meatballs, dude. Yeah, those are pretty tasty. Nice little food court going on in there. Yeah, it's not bad. It's like milk. It's not bad. <laughs> if you'd like to get any of our shirts, head on over to Pro Wrestling Tees or whatamaneuver.net. You can follow us on Twitter, YouTube, Snapchat, and the Book of Faces at Fully Posable, Instagram, Fully Posable, WFP. You can... Listen to any of our past podcasts on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Please rate and review and subscribe on iTunes. And you can send us any audio questions, questions, or anything else at all. Send it on over to Fully Posable, WFP, at gmail.com. This show, again, is a little bit different. We're going to go through our normal uh, beginning of the show, new segment little spiel at the beginning and then we go right into an interview with sean ing sean is on to talk about the pn news figure that is now up on all of the stores that you can purchase from from the uk the the canadas the canadas the canada does hmm, there's more than one the states united you know stuff like that the st- you can find it all anywhere in any of those shops but you just do a google search you'll be able to find it but anyways sean will be on to talk about those but first scott did you get your batmobile i did and okay. uh-huh. i got the gobbledygooker and undertaker two-pack nice did you pop it open not yet again room is under construction i'm trying not to open unless it's going into the detail uh the gobbledygooker and undertaker two-pack is not getting open so mm-hmm. that's going to go up on display mm-hmm so I did not crack it open. The Batmobile is getting cracked open. I just haven't done it yet. Again, room is still kind of under construction. So not trying to open too much unless I have an immediate home for it on the detail. But yeah, dude, 
what a day coming home work sucked as usual a cool place to work but you know gets busy but coming home and seeing on the doorstep there's the batmobile there's the undertaker and gobbledygooker two-pack great way to start the weekend because again that was on friday going into a three-day weekend great way to start a three-day weekend work sucks i know (laughs) yeah it's uh who's uh that's um smash mouth no, no, that is Blink-182. Blink R.I.P. to the uh, Smash Mouth lead singer, by the way. Oh, when did he pass away? Uh, Was it Monday, Tuesday? Something oh. like that this past week. Oh, oh, damn. Yeah, yeah, just a few days ago, dude. Yeah, he passed away. Oh, man, I didn't know that. Yeah, and all right, I mean, while we're on the subject of passing away, uh, General Adnan. Yeah, found out about that through All Pro Wrestling's Instagram page last night. Yeah, we uh, grew up watching him in the AWA. And, uh, of course, you know, his biggest run in the WWF next to Sergeant Slaughter as heel Sergeant Slaughter. Uh, so, yeah, RIP to General Adnan as well. And Bob Barker. We didn't talk about that last week. Uh, no, we didn't talk about Bob Barker. Uh, Jimmy Buffett passed away, which is weird because normally these things come in threes. So, yeah. I mean, unless you count uh, the the losses we had a couple weeks ago. You know, I guess that would add up to six, which is multiples of three. It's kind of weird how that goes down. But yeah, man, a lot of loss the last few weeks. A lot of loss. It sucks. Yeah, it really does, man. But we are going to turn this round into a a positive show. No characters. That's the positive is there's no characters on the show. Thank goodness. Oh, I know. I know. You know, I worry about saying like something simple like peg. And then all of a sudden, (laughs) see, he's lurking. He's lurking. (laughs) You see, I I, I wasn't sure if anybody else actually heard that or if that was just my conscience like leaning in with the voice. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. So this past weekend, I decided to try and get as much done around the house as I could. I ended up taking Tuesday off after Memorial Day. So it was like, okay. Everything that I've kind of let built up, I needed to normal house chores. I need to get that done. Right. I was like, I don't like where the details are set up in the room that they're in currently. So what I did is I took them and I moved them down a ways. So they're now facing when you walk into the room, if you turn directly to the right, instead of them kind of blocking the open area, they're now against the wall. Perfect. So they're, they're lined up right back there. I moved all the autograph stuff on top of the detail. So when I get more, I'll spread it out as it goes along. Nice. Looks great because the four horsemen, all four horsemen signed. I got Bret Hart autographs up there. That looks great. But then I started messing with the superstars figures. And that's one of those things I realized I'm not going to get those signed. And I love those figures so much. And I love the card art. But at the same time, the card art is cool, but... I want to open those figures and put them on those stands, kind of like similar to your shelves that are behind you. You opened them. I opened up the superstars figures. I did. Wow. Look at you. Baby steps, dude. It's all baby steps. So what I did is I got the museum gel that you had purchased off Amazon, Scott. Okay. But while I was on Amazon, I also noticed that there was these little stickums that you put under the guy's feet. Like a preformed little square, right? Exactly. Okay. Because, like, with your museum gel, it holds up really well. Except when you mash it down a little bit, and I'm not knocking it, 
But when you mash it down a little bit, sometimes that gel kind of scoots out as you press down on the stand that it's on. Right. Gel, it, you know, it's like my stomach when I put on tight pants, you know, it flops over, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> so you anyway. That happens to you. <laughs> Damn, I eat too much Taco Bell. But anyways, <laughs> but I noticed that it kind of did that. So I wanted to try these little things that go on the feet. Okay. So if you go into Amazon, it's called Fix Bear, P-H-I-X-B-E-A-R. They're museum gels that you put under there. You put them on the feet. And then what you do is you remove the little sticker that is on the opposite side. And then you put that on both feet. You mash it down. No glob popping out on the sides. They actually stick really well. I highly, highly recommend them. You can go onto Amazon. It's called Fix Bear, P-H-I-X. B-E-A-R, Museum Gel Glue Dots. And they are clear and removable. You won't have any residue left over or anything like that if they f- you want to take a figure off or anything like that. So again, that's all on Amazon Fix Bear. They are, how much are they right now? They are right now $13.49. And for, how many do you get? You get 480 pieces. Man. Okay, that might cover the next round of DTOF entries. They are excellent. I highly, highly recommend them. I also picked up the museum gel just in case that they didn't stick that well. Yeah. So I was like, I, the museum gel was like a backup if these didn't work well. Got it. Okay. So I have a bunch of the museum gel, but I'm kind of fixated on the fix bear. If that's a play on words. Sorry. That was bad. Sorry. Very, very good, dude. No, was, I'm sorry. I apologize to every single listener that had to listen to that horrible joke. <laughs> You're like Mitch Hedberg. I'm sorry. Nate, ring skirts, I apologize. Steve Hoker, I apologize. But only to them. Everybody else can just eat it, enjoy that joke. But those guys specifically. Brian from the Legendary Podcast, too. I apologize to you. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, I started opening the Superstars figures. I was going to do it where it was going to be Series 1, 2, 3, and 4. But then I realized Hogan was in Series 1 in the NWO gear. Hall and Nash were in series two in the NWO gear. It didn't make sense to split them up. So I had to put them together. Yep. That makes sense. I get it. Warrior, Savage, Michaels, and I forget who else is on the first shelf. Undertaker? No, Taker's on the third shelf because I had started with series three. I was going to put series three. I put series three lined up. I put Mankind, Taker, Million Dollar Man, and Papa Shango all on the third shelf. Then I started looking at everything and my OCD started going haywire, dude. Yeah, I get it. I, get I was it. like, I can't have Hogan, Hall, and Nash separated if they're all in NWO gear. I can't do that. Yeah, I get it. So I have one open spot in the back on the top shelf of the fourth level. I've got one open spot that was supposed to be Typhoon, but if Earthquake is in Series 5, which he is, with Ravishing Rick Rude, I have to get Earthquake and I can't split up Earthquake and Typhoon. This, dude, my OCD again would go bonkers. Yeah, so Rick Rude now goes into that, excuse me, to that open spot. Yeah. Then you've got another rack open that you'll put the natural disasters on. Yep, exactly. So Yeah, no, I got you. I feel you on that. Yeah, so anyways, I'm loving these Superstars figures. When I get the Asylum All-Stars, they will also go onto these. Yes, I know they're not Mattels, but I'll still put them on there. Yeah, hey, why not? Anyway, started doing that. Little bit of Toy Spot, nothing new. That's all I got to say. Nice. Well, I do want to throw out a special thank you to Brian V. Uh, he was listening to the show last week, and we were talking about going into the Detolf and replacing my British Bulldog figure with the Elite, and that I had the the regret of passing on him multiple times, and now he's gone. 
and you can't go back and get them on BBTS. But Brian V reached out and dude, he went to the store, picked them up for me and is sending them to me as a gift. Dude. Yeah. So big, big thanks to Brian V. Dude, honestly, like anytime somebody does that for Jeff or I, it's so appreciated. We never take it for granted. So I wanted to make sure you got a special thank you on the show. I truly appreciate it. Can't wait to get it and replace that. That basic bulldog is really good, but that elite bulldog is just next level. So yeah, he sent me a picture of the, but he goes, dude, we still have them out here. And he's sure enough. He sent me a picture from the store. There's bulldog sitting on the peg. Uh, listening. Scott's a peg. Uh, Hey, hey, Scott, you know what sucked? We didn't get that Andre the Giant black singlet in LJN. Oh, man, that sucks. Come on, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. No, that's hella cool, dude. I am hella happy for you. I know I know you kind of wanted that figure because you were talking about that that night that we were setting up the details. You're like, oh, I should have gotten that bulldog. I'll get it eventually. You know, you kind of. Yeah. You kind of made that comment. It's eventually going to happen. But you right. didn't know when you were going to pull the trigger on getting it. Yeah, it was going to be either at a toy show or a secondary market, something like that. But yeah, huge thanks to Brian V for hooking me up. That's awesome. Hey, uh, Brian, we never got the uh, Killer Bees, you know, carded and the LJNs. And... <laughs> I mean, we have them loose, but <laughs> I'm joking. No, that's awesome of Brian to do that for you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much, my friend. Scott, do you want to get into a little bit of news? Yeah, let's talk about it. All right, Foco, they showed off their first three Legends bobbleheads. They are six inches tall, $45 a piece. First three, Roddy Piper, Jake Roberts, and the Ultimate Warrior. Okay, quick question for you. Yes. Is the Piper actually Roddy Piper, or is that Zac Efron playing Carrie Von Eric? Which is funny, because you and I were emailing back and forth, and I was like, dude, that Roddy Piper looks like Carrie Von Eric. Yeah. You replied with Zach Efron as Carrie Von Eric. Dude, that was hella funny. Yeah. Dude. That's who I saw when I saw the Piper. I yeah. mean, I know what look they were going for on Piper, but it, I don't know. It just looks like Zach Efron playing Carrie Von Eric to me. I don't know. The rest of them look really good. Uh, they're standing on bases that kind of replicate the wrestlers, uh, something that's traditional about them. So Yeah. Yeah. No, they're very, very cool. I, I, I like the Piper just throwing some jokes out good job foco epic toys and epic okay i've got to ask this dude i'm gonna announce it and then i've got to ask the first question epic toys showed off the british bulldogs together in baby blue yeah scott yes are you getting them no because i'm out on the retros okay but honestly if i was it still in the retros those would be coming home, no doubt. I would have picked up the Demolition and Powers of Pain sets and definitely would be getting this Bulldogs. We haven't got enough Dynamite and Davy in that baby blue color. And this is a total home run. I love the poses. I love the gear. I love the sculpts. Everything about them is perfect. And again, if I was still in retros, the budget just won't allow it. They would be coming home, dude, for sure. Those are awesome figures. These are two figures that I've always wanted. I didn't yeah. care if they were in retro. I didn't care if they were in Remco style, elite style. I didn't care. This is something I have always wanted. Epic Toys made it. They are going to get purchased. No doubt about it. Nice. Did you get the demolition and powers of pain as well? Yeah, I sure did. I pre-ordered those. Nice. Okay. So yeah, these are going to come on a card together, just like the LJNs did. 
those figures are a total home run, dude. They look so good. And again, it's in that baby blue color that we've always wanted the Bulldogs in, but we haven't gotten enough gotten enough of those figures. So yeah, these are total home runs. They are outstanding. And it's a color that we've always wanted Junkyard Dog in or the Rock, and Roll, Rock and Roll Express in the blue and the black. Yeah, so when Powertown finally does the R&R Express, I'm really hoping it's in that baby blue. Which, by the way, speaking of Powertown... There was a Facebook post that kind of came out, and let me jump over to that real quick. Oh, by the way, the Crows are getting their own figures, too. Their own figures? Yeah. If you go onto Amazon, McPhee, Archie, Murder of Crows figure set of four. <laughs> so they're called Murder of Crows. Thank you, Justin Summers, for sending this over. So nice. <laughs> oh, we've got our own figures, Bricks. <laughs> oh, great. I'm surprised Ozer didn't make them. <laughs> well, check out. McPhee, Archie, Murder of Crows, Pricks, over on Amazon. <laughs> Hell yeah. There's four. We don't know who that fourth is. He jumped in the shot. We don't know who that is. <laughs> There's three of us. The smallest one is Barbara Walters, though. <laughs> so, oh go pick up. Anyways, those idiots. Oh, but, boy. But there was a Facebook post going back. It was on Wrestling Figures Anonymous on Facebook. It says, I also saw a comment from Greg Gagne giving a hint as to the list of wrestlers in Ultra Series 2 from Powertown. Rock and Roll Express, Nikita and Ivan Koloff, Gorgeous George, Medusa, and Wahoo McDaniel. I personally would give anything to have Ivan and Nikita and Rock and Roll Express. Yeah, same, dude. Same. That is going to be awesome. And again... Yep. Those figures have that premium price point, right? If it's any indication what the Card- uh, Cardona and Myers two pack is, that's ninety bucks. So call it a, a one bill after shipping and all that. So if you want the R and R Express and the Russians, it's going to be two bills. You know what? Count me in. Oh yeah, especially since we missed out on the Midnight Express this past week. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's still a sore spot for me. <laughs> it was in the cart, dude. I completed the purchase, dude. Same and here. Then fatal error screen. Uh, Yeah, I got a fatal error, dude. Yep, so pissed. So pissed. You lose. You suck. (laughs) 280 bucks. I think it was 300 after shipping and everything. And it was going to be well worth it because I didn't want the cheapest um, package that they were offering. Mm -hmm. I wanted that middle tier because obviously the $1,000 package is right out. Uh, I had it in the cart, completed the purchase, all my credit card information, everything, complete purchase, and then boom. Fatal error screen, go back in, they're gone. Completely sold out. All that was left was the cheaper package. And just my opinion, the value isn't there on the cheaper package. Mm -hmm. I I really wanted that Bobby Eaton autograph for the collection. I don't want an incomplete signed photo up on the wall. It just, that irks me. So for me personally, the value isn't there at, just call it 250 shipped. So I went ahead and passed on the midnight. I'm just, dude, I'm so pissed. It looks like the cheaper package is still available. So if anybody yeah. wants to go pick them up, go ahead and pick them up on the cheaper package. Um, again, dude, same thing as you fatal <laughs> error, like minute and a half, two minutes in. Not even, not even because they actually posted them two minutes early. Oh, they did. They did. And that's when I had them in my cart. I immediately hit add to cart, went through the whole checkout process, hit complete purchase. And same as you fatal error but i was in there two minutes before it was like 858 well that is still available for the cheaper package on jimcornet.com all right it is time for some wwe action dude and the biggest news dudley boys sign a legend deal yes that is gigantic 
So legend deal for Dudley's means figures, shirts, alarm clocks, slippers, ornaments. They're back in video games. Give so. me ECW era Dudley's. Give me the tie-dye and overalls. I am all for it. And this is what we want from CM Punk too. Just a Legends <laughs> deal. Don't show up on TV. <laughs> Just give us a Legends deal, right? Uh, wait, are you talking to me? <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. Are you asking for my opinion? <laughs> I'm actually really hoping that they, the Supreme figure still comes out. We'll see. I don't know, dude. I mean, they still released Cody figures after he bounced. That is true. Very true. That uh, Supreme figure still came out. So Yeah, so chances are good that it will. But given the way he bounced, and then they went and fired his buddy A. Steel today, too. Oh, they did? Yeah, they shit canned him. So I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know if CM Punk has any say over any merch that still gets released. But we'll see what happens. Uh, I, I think it was Breaker that floated that idea to just put the guy in a Legends deal so he doesn't have to interact with anybody. Yeah. That might be his best play. Yeah. I didn't know A. Steel got canned, too. Yeah, they, they just announced it today. They released him. If they ever get a streaming deal, they're going to eliminate him from all like past pay-per-views or anything like that. <laughs> well, look, <laughs> if WWE didn't do it with what's his name, CB, then I don't think AEW would go to that length with CM Punk. Uh, but you never know, right? Apparently, uh, Tony Khan's life was threatened. So, <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens. All right. All right. We are not a wrestling podcast. <laughs> Anyways, the Dudleys are under a, a Legends deal, so that means we're going to be hopefully getting figures. They're on the table right now, so TBD. Let's see what the, that can be done with them. Yeah, it's been a long time. We are uh, definitely long overdue for some Dudleys. All right, it's time to get into a couple of Steve Ozer questions that were on the message boards. Hell yeah. He's <laughs> back. Perfication. Hell yeah. <laughs> they love him. They do. They get it's like so a rock star waddles into town and they're like going crazy. Oh, I know, dude. He's like Brett Michaels in the eighties, dude. Right. Right. Yeah. Those are some lofty standards to hit too. I know. I know. All right. First question comes in from Leka. Leka? L-E-C-A. Leka said, hi, <laughs> Leka, Mecca, hi, Mecca, hi, ho. Mecca, hi, ho. Hi, Steve. Beefcake greatest hits. Will it come with the scissors? Steve said, no scissors, since this era represents him before he became the barber. It should hold that they'll do a barber figure as well. Uh, correct, but he's saying that this Greatest Hits one is not. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, he wasn't doing the barber gimmick when he was the tag team champion. So, And I know they showed it off over across the pond, but I can't remember if he came with uh, the silver tag title. It is. The Greatest Hits does? Yes. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah, so this I, is a bit, it's that same beefcake. Okay, perfect. So we can get the silver tag title and not have to pay up the wazoo on eBay. Yes, and I there is a variant. I don't care about of that. Well, no, no, no. I'm saying of that beefcake, there was a variant in that original Legends line. Uh-huh. That beefcake was a variant. I yeah. think it's just the regular release on the greatest hits. Yeah, because the variant was the blue. I think the regular was the, the yellow. yellow. Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah. Oh. Hell yeah, getting beefcake back in the greatest hits. Hell yeah. Purchase our figures on Amazon. <laughs> All four of them. Next question comes in from Jason T. Says, hi, Steve. Could there be a running change on the Greatest Hits Legends Series 1 packaging to match the new look by any chance, please? It seems a complete oversight to start a new subline and switch packaging after one wave. I'm sure you can understand as an MOC collector 
that this is just a mess strategy wise. Jason T, touch your brother's heart. <laughs> Man, I don't know what the hell you just said, <laughs> but you touch a brother's heart. <laughs> if anybody can tell me what movie that's from, you guys are great. All right. Steve said they are fully produced and on the way to targets. These are 2023 items, not 2024. So they have the current packaging structure. If it makes you feel better, it's not a subline as it's officially part of the legends assortment itself, much like elites and ultimate greatest hits aren't sublines. And there you go. Yep. I'm sure he's uh, feeling way better about life now. Hell yeah. Nice rest. Steve Ozer is the best Steve Ozer. <laughs> Go pick up our figures, pricks. <laughs> Marks. I know. I know. Why didn't Mattel make the crow figures? Well, they made crow sting. Prick sting. <laughs> All right. Before we get into our interview with Sean Ng, real, real fast, check out Wrestling Toy Tracker, Rumble Wheel Podcast, TB Toy Cast Podcast. TV Toy Cast Podcast, say that 10 times fast. PPW Podcast, Stolen Gimmicks, which, uh, by the way, Joe made a great comment on the Stolen Gimmicks, Scott. We call our nostalgia segment the nostalgia segment, but we're on like Elite 95 going into next week. And I'm like, he's like, that's not really nostalgia. I was like, shit, that's a good point. Well, I mean, nostalgia could be anything that's from the past. And those are from the past. And you saying those are from the past is now in the past, which is now a nostalgia thing. Yeah, what I just said, that's nostalgia. And what you just said just now about what you just said is nostalgia. And what you just said is nostalgia. See how that works? Sean Ng's going to be so pissed that this is the lead into his segment. Right. Hey, dude, remember when you were talking about nostalgia like two minutes ago? I'm getting nostalgic for that. Oh, man, that was a great little uh, improv right there, dude. <laughs> we we could be a duo. We could be a duo. Actually, yeah, we let's are. thank the Stolen Gimmicks podcast. I know. For that little blurb. Dude, just for setting that up. <laughs> <laughs> Put it right on the T for you. I was thinking about it. I was like, damn, Joe's right. But then we just played off of it and it became a, a great segment. Anyways, check out the Stolen Gimmicks podcast as well, because as I said, it's one of my favorite podcasts to listen to in the Marbles pod, the legendary wrestling figures podcast, the LJN podcast with Brian. We were on there again for part two this past week. Work the arm podcast with Jeff and Jamie pod subject to change with Nick Dunham and his two kids discussing wrestling from all eras from eighties to current day. Check out trivia with buds every single day as well. 10 minutes of just, Hard hitting trivia. Hard. Uh, Chick Foley show. RJ went ringside ramp, boot to the face with EJ and Rucker pulling up the chair podcast. Marty and Sarah love wrestling. Scott, do you want to say anything about drunk wrestling history? We still have a Twitter at wrestling or an X, if you will. The, the Twitter at X. wrestling underscore drunk. The Twitter X. Yes. All right. Also, we check out one of those. Also check out Jason Wolf and his custom Hasbros and his custom Galoobs as well. Those things are looking sexy. Yes, they are. And also for artwork. He also still does artwork, so don't forget about that as well. <laughs> All right, Scott. It's time to go talking to Sean Ng as he is going to discuss his PN News figure and hopefully some other big news. Who knows? We don't know what that man's got up his sleeve. Can't wait to talk to him. And now, it's time... For our main event. Joining us 
On the show this week is the man, the myth, the legend, the leader of the KWK Kayfabe Heroes line, Sean Ying. Sean, what's going on, man? Good morning. I'm sleepy. <laughs> you guys drank me out of bed this morning. God, no, I'm just kidding. Thanks Stop. for having me. Stop, stop yelling at us, man. Oh. We just wanted to talk figures. All we want to do is just talk toys. I'm messing. I'm messing. I'm glad to be here, man. Oh, it's really. always good to talk to you. Uh, before we get anything out of the way, why don't you go over any promotional stuff? Any Where can we find your figures? Where can we pre-order them? Okay. Uh, you guys can can order the PNUs right now. Uh, we've already finished with Mantar for anyone that, that missed out. I'm sorry, but, you know. You told. You were told. One month. Well, I did say it was going to be a month of, <laughs> of, you know, and then we'll, we'll cut off. So, you know, I'm sorry, but, you know, it's just the way that it has to be done. Um, PNUs. PNUs is on pre-order right now, and it ends at the end of the month. So, you know, for anyone that is putting the finger on a specific date is September 30th. Okay. After my birthday, my 43 year old birthday. Happy early birthday. Happy early birthday, man. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. I'm I'm still like, what? Uh, uh, 21 days away before my birthday. So I, I'm <laughs> still counting. 42. I'm still 42 young. Okay? Like, Happy 21 days yeah. away from your birthday, birthday. <laughs> oh, Jesus. You have to do that, don't you? Of course. Anyway, of course. <laughs> yeah. So, so PNUs, two variants along with obviously, you know, the whole KWK brand loves, which is the chases of the test shots and the prototype. All are still available for pre-order all the way until September 30th. And you can order them through Asylum. You can order them through my store, Shop KWK. And you guys can also order them from RMM Enterprise in Canada. Yeah. Okay. UK. Oh, by the way, UK and European customers, you guys get $5 off. $5 off of the... From me, from me, from Shop KWK, not from Mus Island, but Shop KWK. Sean yeah. is giving money away. Look at that, guys. Man, it's Ugh. his birthday, and he's handing out cash. <laughs> and they said I'm such uh, I'm the worst guy in the entire collecting community. <laughs> there we go. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, but but I would dispute that. <laughs> well, well, because of what happened with. Previously, initially, we were working with Rock and Roll Collectibles in the UK as they were supposed to be our distributor. But because of the UK sales tax was way too high, it was 20%. Oof. So, you Oof. know, the, the initial $5 cut that I was going to give to Rock and Roll Collectibles, it just wouldn't happen. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's why I decided to go, okay, you know, for all European and UK pre-orders, you know, they come to me, then they will get $5 off in for each individual figure. Then that way, you know, whatever that I was initially going to give to Rock and Roll Collectibles is essentially just giving to, to customers in those regions instead. So, you know, kind of a way to make things easier. Nice. nice. Yeah. For Sean's birthday, he is giving you guys money. Go <laughs> to the figure, he'll give you money. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Pre-order PN News and he will give you $5. For, for Mantar, I had people ordering cases, like cases of four of each variant. Oh, well, people want that shit. They want that one of three. They want that. Oh, yeah. There are guys like, you know, I hope I get that chase, man. So we haven't talked to you in a couple of months. What else has been new? Well, let's see. 
give you guys a little bit of exclusive that uh, I haven't I haven't even talked oh. to you guys about it before we went on air. For Sean's birthday, he's giving wow. us an exclusive, Scott. <laughs> the gifts keep on coming. I, I'm not going to give out like like specific details yet, but okay. I'm working on and and it's a very very preliminary sort of stuff that is not totally concrete yet. But I'm talking to a wrestler that is currently in uh one of the one of the two major companies. Oh, to make a figure of his previous gimmick for a New York Toy hmm. Fair exclusive. Okay, I I I think I might know who this is. And it's not concrete, but it's something that we have been in heavy discussions with. Okay, I'm keeping my fingers crossed that it's El Generico. Uh, um, keeping my fingers crossed. <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm not gonna say anything right now because, but but you know, it's something that it's something that that I'm working on, and I and I want to do it, but you know, it may not be the gimmick that I want. Oh, because, gotcha. Yeah, it may not be a gimmick that I want, but it's an interesting gimmick. Actually, six hours ago, that's why I only have two hours sleep. I just signed a deal with uh, the estate of a legendary uh, UK wrestler. Oh, nice. This guy had a very, very famous gimmick in Japan. I didn't even know his son followed me on, on Instagram. And when I found out, I started talking to him and the deal was supposed to be agreed two weeks ago, but somehow the contract that he sent back to me, you know, wasn't signed for whatever reason. And he signed it like six hours ago. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. But, but I'm not going to give out any info yet because that's the most info I'm going to get. Uh, I'm going to give you guys at this point because because I don't want people to go, oh, you know, he's announcing guys so early and, and stuff like I that. You. You know? And, you know, people will be like, oh, you know, he's only got his first two figures on pre-order and now he's announcing another guy. Um, I wasn't even planning on signing anybody, but, you know, it just so happened that it was out of the blue that, you know, we began mm -hmm. talking and, and he was real cool about it and I was real cool about it and just like, okay, let's go ahead and just do that. Nice, man. Good for you. He is basically uh, number 17 that I've signed. In comparison to, to other companies that have signed like close to 200 wrestlers or, or 50 wrestlers or 40 wrestlers, I got 17. The shadiest guy in the business. Come on, Sean. So, you know, if people are going to say anything about that, you know, you guys need to look at other companies that, that have signed so many people that they haven't even got those figures out yet. Uh, we did have some people reach out and we kind of talked about this right. previously. One of the things we, a lot of the people want to pre-order all four right. figures, but like what happens with asylum is when you pre-order all four figures, you do get hit with different shipping charges on all four. That's the same thing with, with my store as well. One of the reason why we did that was to ease off a lot of the burden to to the collectors. I mean, uh, I mean, I'll be straight and honest. I mean, you know, for for Mantar, we got two variants. Um, PNU's uh -huh. we got two variants. Comic Kit, we got two variants. Mm -hmm. Yoshitatsu, we got four variants, right? So right. So you know, instead of 
like what some of our competitors did, which, you know, they only make one variant, we essentially come out with, with more. That's one reason why, you know, when initially I thought, oh, let's just roll out everything together. Uh -huh. That changed to, okay, let's have it once a month. So is there, and this is speaking for the collectors. Right. Do we need to reach out to Asylum and ask if there's any way that they can hold our shipments and then have one shipping cost? Or is there anything that can be done to avoid that and just, you know, get one shipping cost? And, you know, for everybody that wants all four, they'll get all four figures and then one $12 shipping cost. Or is there anything that we can do or do we need to reach out to Asylum? Because we've had uh, collectors ask about this. I can't say for sure for Asylum, but I will definitely talk to them about it and give you guys an update within the next couple of days. Okay. Um, oh, okay, great. For me, I do have uh, collectors in, in the U.S. that order directly from, from ShopKWK. Okay. And also a couple of the others as well, obviously UK and, and, and the entire EU. I had quite a bit of orders from, from Germany, France, and Spain, believe it or not. You know, they can reach out to me if they want to order, but okay. don't want to pay the, the extra shipping or pay less shipping. Uh huh. And what I can do is I can combine the orders. Okay. But, you know, for Asylum, because I don't know their um, warehouse situation or whatnot, so okay. I will have to contact them and, and discuss with them on the matter. Um, okay. Same thing for RMM Enterprise. I will discuss that with with um with with RMM as well, just to see okay. if it is possible. But you know, I do want to provide as much option as possible for collectors. What you guys have brought up here, I think I think is valid. Okay. That you know, obviously some people don't want to pay that much shipping. Right. And and right. I get that. You know, I mean as a collector, me too. You know, I mean I, I like to I, I mean I like to gather a whole bunch of stuff. You know, say for example, if I'm buying if I'm buying stuff from the US, I always send it to Mark Bushi. And, <laughs> and and Mark would be like gathering stuff. In fact, I still have a bunch of stuff at his home right now. <laughs> He's got your pile of loot. Yeah, and, and and I'll just like, hey, can you just, you know, kind of like get them all together and just send them to me? And, you know, he, he's been so cool about it. I, I've known him for years. I've known mm -hmm. him for over 20 years. And, then, you know, he was like, and he was like, yeah, we can do that. Yeah, no problem and all that. But, you know, I, I kind of okay. I, I feel bad at times, but, you know, that that's where we're at. So, you know, I, I mean, I, I totally understand that, that okay. some collectors don't want to pay the, the extra shipping, especially with the economy right now. And I get that. Any way that can help collectors to save a certain amount of money on game. But as mm -hmm. I said, you know, it has to be depending on the warehouse situation for Asylum is at the end of okay. the day. So I will have to discuss that with them. But for me, okay. but for me, if you're ordering from Shop KWK and you want the PNUs, but you, you want to save it up, you know, being sent in, in like a whole bunch together. I will try to arrange that. Just contact me. That's going to make collectors happy. Yeah, we absolutely appreciate it. Yeah. I've had a few people. I've had a few people ask about that because the couple of people I've talked to, they've said they wanted Yoshi, PN News, and Mantar. Okay, but they were in a pass Not on the comic, comic kit. kit. Seriously, they, I, Damn. they, you know, 
Collectors are gonna collect, man. That's Damn. All gonna do. Damn, comic kid ain't getting a love. I, I I'm feeling for Paul Diamond right now. <laughs> the flip side of that coin is, is I've had people say they're gonna get all four, and then yeah. I've had people say they're gonna get two of four. But the bottom line was, is they they were really hesitant because of that uh, individual shipping charge. Right. So we do appreciate you, one for Shop W K W K. And two, for reaching out to Asylum for us. For sure. We'll also reach out to Asylum to see if there's anything that they can do to kind of do something such as Big Bad Toy Store to kind of do a pile of loot. Yeah. And then when we're yeah. ready, you know, just have everything ship under one charge. So, but we do appreciate so, you reaching out. So, okay. um, series two is, I mean, I know we're still on series one going through the pre-orders now, but uh, has any uh, movement been on series two yet? Well, I have... Well, since you talk about it. Oh, yeah. oh nice. I, I have one of the painted Lost Conquistadors here. Um, you know. It's like a green screen. He's blending he's, in he's with blending your logo. So I'm so sorry. <laughs> there yeah, here is. we go. You can there see it is. better there now. He is. There he is. Now yeah. we can't see Sean, but we can see that beautiful Conquistador figure. The the prototypes for the Lost Conquistadors are pretty much done. It's pretty much ready. But I was talking to Factory the other day. And because of the way that we're doing things for one pre-order each month, I think what's going to happen is for January, I'm not going to do any pre-orders for January simply mm -hmm. because uh, February is Chinese New Year. Yeah. Yep. That so got it. So then, you know, the whole entire January period is not going to have any pre-orders. Then that way I don't have to like, you know, because every single figure that's done, you know, goes factory molding and like all that kind of stuff so right so you know in order for people to to not having a certain wait time in between i think that may be a way to go and and the other day i was looking at the the contract that i had with factory the molding time takes a month and the entire production time you know they said it was going to be 75 days so close to uh, approximately about three months or so right. that was supposed mm -hmm. to be the production time but i'm still kind of wary you know with production anything can happen right and you know I, i'm sticking with the the pre-order date for for mantar like you know for people to receive it it's april 2024 i would rather stick okay. with that so you know if <clears throat> excuse me again so strap <laughs> It's all that caffeine. Man. Yeah, it's that caffeine, man. But but if <laughs> if, uh, if people receive them earlier, you know that will be cool. You know, obviously mm -hmm. people will be happy about it. But oh if, yeah, if they receive it around April, then at least I'm not disappointing anybody. Yeah, right. That that's how I'm feeling because if I ended up if I ended up doing that and go, hey, you know, you guys will receive it by December, and December comes and like nothing. Yeah. Imagine the flaming that I'm gonna get. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That is true. It's just one way to like you know try not to get into that sore heat. It's like when you go to a restaurant, they say a 45 minute wait, and then your wait's only like 20 minutes, and you get all excited. So it's like that exactly. Oh, oh, yeah. oh imagine a specific time for a Chinese restaurant, like if it's some kind of like big festival or whatever, and that has happened to me before. Uh, went to one restaurant and it was like usually you know the meal you know the, all the dishes and everything were done within like forty minutes you know, and it turned out 
it turned out that we had to wait for three hours. Oh, <laughs> my dad was was you know my dad's pretty patient sort of guy, and, uh -huh. and even he started like steaming. Ooh. <laughs> so what? So yeah. It's so so you know, and I understand you know the the entire community like. Oh, we have to wait for this long and stuff like that. I get that. It's a different world when you're hangry, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, yeah. If you're hungry, you're worse. Going over series two real quick. Yeah. Rewind a little bit. Go over the four names that will be in series two. Uh, six names. Six names. I apologize. Six. Los Conquistadors. So, Unos and Dos. Uh -huh. Um. Then we have Rene Dupree, Sylvain Granier, uh, La Resistance. Mm -hmm. Rene just contacted me the other day after man after he saw the Mantar. It was like, when, when am I getting mine? I said, yours coming soon. Just relax. <laughs> they get so impatient. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Trust me. Luis Rivera, one of the Los Conquistadors, contacted me two days ago. And, you know, I think he wanted to make the, the shadow figure. Because before the Los Conquistadors, I, I, I think Scott probably knows this. Jeff is like, what the hell? <laughs> I'm thinking of shadows. Yeah, the shadows <laughs> were Randy, uh, uh, one the the original Smash from them from Demolition. Oh, one of the Moon Dogs. Oh, one of the Moon Dogs. Yeah. Oh, and, same season. Yeah, yeah, Moon <laughs> Dog and 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 also uh, uh, Luis Rivera. So they were the shadows. Okay. Four Lost Conquistadors. Oh. And I said to to Luis, I said, look. If you can get me the estate, because I want to make the moon dogs. You guys know this. Oh heck yeah! And, mm -hmm. and I say I want to make the moon dogs. If you can get them, get the moon dog. Then, then what's going to happen is I can see if I can make the shadows as well. Nice. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. The moon dogs have never had figures, right? So, Sean, if you got the moon dogs, that would I, be the first ever. I love the moon dogs gimmick. Same. They were so <laughs> damn different. Yeah, yeah, and they had a great look too. So you've mentioned La Resistance. You've mentioned the Conquistadors. You've mentioned... Oh, yeah. Two more. Two more. Takamichinoku, TJP. Yep. Have you ever thought about doing two packs? See, that's that's the thing. Because you, you see how, how my line is like I also offer protective case for the figures. Correct. The reason why I am sticking with individual packaging at this point... Solo. Yeah, it's a solo packaging is because of the protective case that I have. Okay. Mm -hmm. I already have the mold for it and everything. So it's easier for me to be able to do that. But if I'm doing two packs, then that means I will have to work on a new collector case, a, a, a new protective case. So, you know, mm -hmm. I think that's where a you know, somewhat of a difficulty comes in because then what happens is the cost is going to be a lot more. Okay. Yeah. Got it. So that's where I'm kind of wary to it because I've seen it time and time again where, you know, without the protective cases, sending to collectors, a lot of the packages are damaged. Yeah. I mean, even for even for me, and, you know, it's even worse that, that, that like, I order from these companies and they were shipping from China to, like, to those places and i've always said it. i said you guys can't just like have the factory send them to me you know it saves me time and, and it's a lot easier to not having to deal with import tax right right you know and and you know with without too much of a hassle i'll rather roll out with protective case 
for the figures. Then that way there will be way less damage on the figures. And in my opinion, I think that's that's the way to go. For sure, because the last thing you want is somebody that's an MOC to collector to pay the price for the figure, right. and then they get it and it's damaged. You may luck out and get somebody that was going to open it anyway, but right. you know you don't want to roll those dice. That's that's a dangerous game to play. You know what? To me, is that you know what if some collectors want to have the protective case for other figures? You know, if they want to open up this figure, fine. But if there can be another figure that they can use to protect the case with is, is what i'm saying right how has everything else been going man like i know there's a lot going on you've had the mantar pre-order which was a hit you've got pn news going on right now right you got is it yoshi or comic kid up comic next? kid next and then is yoshi tatsu okay yeah so how's everything going like this is your first series this is your first time going through the line like how are you feeling man are you uh, a little overwhelmed um, it's much easier now. Oh, it's much easier now, believe it or not, because like before you guys know before, before everything was pre-ordered and stuff that, that I was cranking up about 200%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I would get very little sleep that you see the eye bags, like, like I look like a freaking panda, whatever you guys <laughs> saw me. Uh, um, I call that Monday through Sunday, dude. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like right now, I, I mean, I feel a little bit more eased up, believe it or not. Uh, Good. Because, you know, I I think what the, in terms of sales for Mantar and, you know, I, I, I know people are saying, oh, you know, you've, you've only do like 600 and stuff, you know, to me. I wasn't even planning on doing like 3,000 or or 6,000 or or 10,000 of them. The line Mm -hmm. was not supposed to be for a mass release sore line. Mm -hmm. You know, I I mean, I expected the line would have some form of a cult following. Yeah. At the same time, you know, you keep it as a rare collectible and not something that everyone and their mother will, will get. Yeah, it's not mass produced. It's not. It's just not. Yeah, it's a very rare collectible. Right. And, and you know, and I, I remember I was telling you guys about this. You know, I was all about rare collectibles. Right. Instead of a figure that is like mass release. And I've always said this as long as the production size, the minimum production size that I can get the factory to do is met and that's it mm-hmm. and and also and also obviously you know the wrestler and the estate is able to get you know a certain amount of cut that mm-hmm. is somewhat of a satisfactory sort of deal then that's all that matters right you can produce like a hundred thousand of, of one single figure you can but mm-hmm. what kind of market value does it hold i mean you know we've seen it time and time again mass produced figures you get them from the store Three months later, the value drops. Yeah, we see it in our nostalgia segment all the time. Yeah. I mean, I know there are people saying, oh, it's not about the money. At the same time, you know, if it's not about the money, then one, you must be really rich. Because, you know, (laughs) I mean, for me, that I've been collecting for so many years, you know, ever since I was a kid, you know, I always look at how the value of my figures are doing. It's essentially, I really don't think anybody would like what they buy drop in prices so badly we've seen as a collector group we've seen it so many times though like as scott said we see it in our nostalgia segment all the time now yeah Yeah. you know we're seeing 
figures that just came out in the Elite 94 are already 10 bucks, like Stephen McMahon or British right. Bulldog was 22 bucks. You know, it stayed the same price or something like that. Yeah. So we've seen it so many times. Mass produced figures bore me. You guys know that. Mm-hmm. I kept telling you that. I was like, ah, you know, again, you know, how, how many freaking Hulk Hogan's you guys going to have? You yeah. know, like <laughs> quite like, a few. Yeah. Like six million or something, you know? Like, yeah. Like, it, I think this past year, Mattel named uh, San Diego Comic Con Hulkamania Con or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hogan a lot figure. of people were saying that. It, it's, I mean, <laughs> and, and it's not a knock on, on Mattel because, you know, they're obviously in a completely different category in, compar- in comparison to, to what I'm doing. If I look at the whole perspective of the line, okay, there's a lot of elements that I borrow from the Japanese collecting mindset. That's one thing when when I talk to Yoshi as well that he was he was gay because he collects toys as well. Okay. Oh. Yeah, he collects Japanese Japanese anime toys. So, you know, you talk about the Saint Seiya and all that kind of stuff he does. And, okay. And him and I were were like talking initially and I said, you know, you know, I, I'm borrowing the mindset from from Medicom. The the Medicom's of food B figures that that Uh-huh. And that's one reason why you see the say for example, you know, the 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 Undertaker Safubi, it's like what about thousand dollars right now because of how rare it is. The red uh shoulder pads OD, the blue elbow pads OD, those are like freaking expensive figures right now. Like, yeah, you know, right up there with, with the Jacks one of one hundred. So and you know, I want to take that sort of mentality into the line. And but at the same time, I'm also I was also borrowing the the idea of the original character product figures, the, the old Japanese wrestling figures that some the people press. call it the, the articulated galoops. That, <laughs> yes. that you know, some people call it that. And and you know the the mindset of that because when they were first released, there were several figures that came out with uh two variants. At the same time, of one single wrestler, every single every every single assortment. So you know, I kind of borrow that sort of idea into the line as well. Now, I'm a, you guys know what I collect prototypes and all that kind of stuff. You know, a lot of the unspoken, you know, sort of <laughs> sort of deal. But you know, why not add that element into into the line as well? And that's how the entire. Kayfabe Heroes line were built. What you know, the foundation of it was built up on that. Mm-hmm. And me being a collector that likes the rare stuff, this whole thing fits. Like the the whole line was like basically a reflection of my collector philosophy. If, if you guys look well, at it, so well, the, and that's what you did is you went in and you you have chases, you have prototypes, you have var or not prototypes, I apologize, you have variants, you well, have well variants and prototypes. I add, have them too. You're adding a fun collector element to it that old school, I may add. Yeah, very old yes. school. Yeah. That a lot of people don't do nowadays. And so that's what a lot of people like about that is that and like you would were telling us, you had collectors reaching out, you know, ordering cases. Yeah. Because they want the variants, or they want the chases, or they want you know whatever it may be. This they want to increase the, their the whole cases of four of one single variant idea came from. Yeah, character products. Character products yep. used to do that, but they did um, an assortment of eight. I decided to do four. Mm-hmm. This four is my lucky number. 
<laughs> no, seriously, that, that was the reason for it. It wasn't because of anything else. My lucky number is 20,372. Well, holy shit. I know, right? It doesn't come up very often. I suck at roulette, dude. Anyways, <laughs> but, Scott's laughing but, over there. But yeah, it, it's... Oh, shit. <laughs> you hit the Mitch Hedberg jokes, dude. God damn it, dude. I mean... But yeah, it, that's why when, when people were like, oh, you know, you, you're competing with, you know, other companies or whatever. Not exactly. Not exactly. In, in, in a sense, because we all doing that sort of style figures, and that's why people putting two and two together, and I understand that. Yeah, there are comparisons but, well, to be made, but it does yeah. stand out for sure. And a lot, a lot of these third-party companies aren't doing chases, aren't doing uh, variants, aren't doing stuff like what you're doing yeah. to add a fun element to the collecting game. Yeah. I think it also goes back to one thing as well, that you know, if you're putting in chases and people don't like that chases, what happened? Like, you know, mm -hmm. as the regular figure, which is why I basically I took that whole idea of, you know, you get a chase that that is a final figure. But, you know, there are people that don't like that particular chase, though. Then what happens? Mm -hmm. Right. So in my head, I was thinking, OK, you know what? What if the chase element itself? I mean, I, I remember the the um the old Toy Biz Marvel Legends. I don't know if if Jeff knows about this, but I'm sure Scott, you know, the the old Marvel Legends chase figure. There was one particular that were highly, highly expensive. And which one? And that was the yellow Daredevil. I remember the line because those were in the old the the plastic the clamshell package, right? Right. right yeah. Like, yeah. Like the plastic the plastic was so bad that yes. it that it could cut your finger off i remember yeah yeah i i there was one time that i opened a package and and it cut my finger off and it was like dripping down my mom my mom was like are you okay i'm like yeah i'm fine just gotta cut it was like you gotta clean that mess out it was like dripping on the floor like big time yeah but my toy were, bit me yeah <laughs> <laughs> they were out to make kids lose it did you yeah, right yeah, <laughs> yeah oh it was God, dangerous yeah i remember it yeah i still remember how expensive that that was like at one point i don't know how much it is now but the last time i checked which was like about what 15 years ago it was like 800 dollars. oh jeez did you get it hell no <laughs> i saw that once I, I think what happened was i think it had something to do with the bad distribution that toy Biz had back in the day as well for whatever reason i don't know the full story but there were several boxes of the yellow daredevil chase like several boxes that hmm. went to philippines oh <laughs> yeah and some of the Filipino collectors, I think, you know, that knew about the international market started to sell them oh. like, big time. And they cashed for, in for however much that they cash. And they probably end up getting a car or something, man. I'm telling you <laughs> like, for real. Like, that's awesome. You know, I took these daredevil figures for a ride. That's awesome. For, for, for a Mustang or something. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's crazy. But yeah, you know, that idea came to mind was that, you know, you know, that's how Chase should have been. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a Chase should have been actually rare, rare. Yeah. Instead of like, oh, you know, we got we got a Chase figure. How many uh, how, how many was that? Oh, 600,000. <laughs> like that that is not a freaking Chase. I mean, you know, the, right. the old school collective mindset has always been a Chase is supposedly a rare figure. Mm -hmm. But how many 
quote unquote rare chase figures are they out there now? Like in the modern day collector market, there's none. I know it bothered you when Jazzwares went from one of oh yeah, it, it bothered of... me big time, man. Like and, I, rem- yeah. and, I remember, and I don't know if you saw my tweet to to Jeremy when Jeremy announced it. I left the message. I mean, obviously he wouldn't reply, but I left the message and I said, you know, that's the worst idea ever. Well, because they jumped exponentially, right? It was it was five hundred and one thousand. Yeah, and then it went to three thousand and five thousand. Right, right. I know there were people shitting on that. That whole idea is go. Oh, we cannot get our chases. Yeah, we couldn't find our mm-hmm. chases, and and some people complained. Mm-hmm. And when Jazz was quote unquote gave in, I knew the talking point was over. Yeah, like like the focal point of the line for that was because of how red chases was and people were like you know literally going to stores and look for them right but obviously because of that a lot of people also ignored the regular figures the good thing is with the kvp rose line i don't have to worry about that yeah you're not going to buckle to people that are complaining about not getting a chase or a variant it's just it is what it is that is not even the case it's the fact that the people who are ordering a based on ordering the regular figures first yeah instead of like people going to store and go oh i have to look for the chase figures specifically but also at the same time to me is that a chase should be rare should be mm-hmm. a an extremely high-end collectible which is why you know you see my chases numbers like one of three with the fact that you know the wrestler and i will take one of each so Yep. So it was only one in the assortment. Yeah. And, you know, one of five, which is one of three, really. And one of 10, which is really one of eight. So yeah. obviously the the ratio of getting the chase depends on the size, the amount of figures that are being orders, ordered, obviously. I've said it before. I'll say it again. You know, I don't care if there are an ordering size of 6,000. There's an ordering size of 8,000. There's an ordering size of 100,000. The chase amount will not change. Okay. Uh, And I don't want to sound like dick, but let's be honest. If I'm doing that and I'm going, oh, you know what? Let's do 100 on on the prototype chase. What's the rarity in that? Yeah. Once you set a course for how the line is going to be, you know, which is part of the branding, you're going to have people that are not agreeing with your brand philosophy that are going to be dropping out. But this is the fun aspect of it. Mm. This is the fun part to you get home, you see that on your porch and you're thinking, Oh man, there could be a variant in there. It could be a chase. It's like opening a pack of cards. You don't know what's in there. Exactly, dude. That's a great way of putting it. The only way people are going to know is which variant they're buying. Mm -hmm. So there's no surprise there that, you know, if you buy, six variant B of, of say, for example, Mantar PN News or, or six variant A Mantar PN News. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know you're getting that. But the kicker is, would you get a chase or a test shot or, or a prototype within those six figures? That particular surprise element. So second series, Law Resistance, Conquistadors, TJP, and Taka Michinoku. Yeah. Pre-orders for those, you're thinking... Ballpark. I'm thinking after Chinese New Year, so okay, so, so it will be March. it will be at least March. Okay, 
right now I'm also running into a situation. Um, obviously the lost conquistadors are done. One of guys that used to work very closely with Chella was talking to me about it and shed some light about the the Hayabusa figure that Chella made previously. Because I was contemplating on the idea of having TJP and Takamichoku's jumpers. And I was just, you know, we were kind of talking about it. And and he was like, oh, man, don't do jumpers. Hmm. I was like, it fits. You know, does, I mean, yeah. I don't want to I don't want to do a figure that is a jumper, but that doesn't fit. You know, right. prime example, Repo Man. Yeah. There you go. Like, yeah. like yeah. why? Right. But but, yeah. you know. I, I think for TJP and Takamichinoku, they do fit. Totally. But, you know, he was telling me, oh, don't do that, man. You have no idea how, how, how many hate mails we got for Hayabusa as a jumper. Because the mechanism didn't yeah. work or they just didn't like that particular didn't, action? Didn't like the the look of a jumper on Hayabusa. Okay. So, so jumpers have always been the least popular... It's one of the most polarizing, I guess you could say, mechanism from the Hasbro days. Yeah, nobody rides the middle line on that one. You either love it or you hate it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. That's a great way of putting it, Scott. If not for Jumper, then do I go with the old Macho Man one look or the uh, Rick Martel look? So, you yeah. know, I, I'm thinking on that. And that's where I'm having this little dilemma right now with Takabuchinoku and NTJP. Um, I... I'm pretty, I'm more than certain I know what to do with Renee and Sylvan. They may be a little bit more generic, you know. Okay. In terms of the look, which to me, I I don't want to initially, but I I mean, I, I've been thinking for the last six months about how to uh how how to make an entrance code entrance gown on the law resistance with soft goods or with soft plastic mm -hmm. but for this particular style it's not really going to work i may end up having to go with the more generic route but we'll see i'm sure it's still gonna look really good i i already have a have an idea of what accessories to give them i hope that will compensate for not being you know, quote unquote spectacular in terms of a look. Okay. A French poodle. Got it. <laughs> Fifi. <laughs> Fifi, <Yes>. thank you. <laughs> yeah, Renee, whenever I talk to Renee about, about it, he always brought up Fifi. <laughs> yeah, he always does. So third series. Yeah. I know we kind of touched on this during yeah. SDCC. Yeah. Is the lineup official? Um, It's pretty much official. So... Uh, you guys want the exclusive, don't you? So yeah, we really do. Uh, hey, I keep that's what I'm poking. That's what I'm poking I, I, for. I, I haven't, I, I haven't talked about the entire full lineup for for series three. I don't, I don't think did I? Uh, I think there was a few names that was dropped during SDCC. If I'm not mistaken, uh, Pat Tanaka. Pat Tanaka was yes, Kato slash Paul Diamond, Orient uh -huh. Express, Ox Baker. That's right. Uh, ODB. Sam Adonis. I think that was one that I did not talk about, did I? Uh, I don't think there did was I, another Did name. I not talk about that one? Or did I talk about that one? I... So is is this the other exclusive? Well, you know, might just as well. You know, you guys love me so much, and I love you guys so much. I might just want well to talk about it here. Let's do it. Samurai Del Sol. 
formerly known as Kalisto. Very cool. Nice. Man, that's another one that you could put in the jumper pose that would actually work. Right. And that's where I'm like, you know, some people already knew about this. That will definitely be in series four. And that's number 16, which is uh, Laredo Kid. Again, another one that can no, be could be into your jumper. Yep. Yeah. So that's where I, I'm having this big dilemma right now because, like, there are guys that are lined up that I can make jumpers, and there's a reason for it. That it makes sense. Yep. Yeah, that it makes sense. But at the same time, is that if I make them, you know, w- would it be another Chala Hayabusa situation? Uh, you know what? Every step of the way, Sean, you've trusted your gut. And so far, so good with your line. So I I would stay the course, man. Trust your gut. And if you feel that that's the best option for the figure that you're putting out and you're happy with it, man, just go with it. And and I, I'm going to say this right now. Number 17 will most likely be a jumper as well, if that's the case. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you could do one you know, whole series of jumpers then. <laughs> well, We've got PN News up now for pre-order until the end of the month, until September 30th. So everybody get their pre-orders in. You can go to Asylum Store in the U.S. Canada was... RMM Enterprise. You can go to KWK Shop as well to Shop pre-order. KWK, get it right. Shop K- <laughs> one, of, one of these days, I will get it right, I swear. Wait, you want me to get the name of the line... And all of the other stuff, right, too? Like, come on. We're asking for a lot of Jeff here. You'd think I would have written it down or something. <laughs> we we need to get KBW on you. <laughs> no, dude. I have enough of that guy, man. <laughs> He's at the BK Lounge. He needs, he needs to stuff a couple of the Whoppers on, right at your face and go, you know, eat this. It will make you remember stuff. Jeff gave him $100 <laughs> gift cards to get out of town for a while. Like, here's, here's the BK Lounge. Go eat. Come back later. Yeah, in fact, he just walked in. He's all, is that Shining? You know, stuff like that. And I'm like, go away. Go away. I sent him to BK just so he could continue his letter to Steve Ozer. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Sean, it is always a blast having you on, man. We greatly appreciate you being on. Thank you for having me, man. This is so much fun. Each and every time. <laughs> Open door policy for you, Sean. Absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely, man. And, you know, we always look forward to your figures and we're looking forward to seeing which ones the collectors get, what's sitting at their doorsteps when eventually the Mantar figure does show up on those doorsteps. So we're curious, man. We're curious. April next year. April 2024. We're looking forward to it. Sean, thank you for keeping this fun like you do. And thank you for always being on, man. I appreciate it. Thank you, Sean. Let's go Jeff and Scott, the Tomb Brothers, busting out the ring But we don't take it out the box, M.O.C. Happy toy hunting, we'll see you next week With the OGs of WFP Fully posable, thank you all for listening It ain't no storyline, real life siblings So everybody go and do your toy spotting Hashtag Fig Life, adios from the Kings